Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Cindy, thank you so much for being a part of Nothing But Net today. Deb, thank you for having me. You've done a great job. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. So thank you for supporting women's basketball and all that you do to um, to really push this game forward. Well, you know, you got some unique personalities in your league, and it's been fun to get to know some of them. Some I've already known over the years, right? I mean, it's hard to not know a lot of people, but the new ones that are coming up, there's some young ones around. You and I are the old ones. We're on the uh, 18th. We're on the back nine, right? We're on the back nine. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I'm closer to 17 or 18. You got to finish strong though. You know, no how's doubt. your golf game, by the way? You know what? My golf game is pretty good, actually. Um, I mean, I haven't played in a while. I hit golf balls maybe last week with my husband because the weather's been unbelievably nice up here. Uh, I'm sure it is down there. But um, so just to get out there and hit the ball was great. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing that a little bit more in the spring and summer. I put my sticks up in uh, late September, early October, and I don't even think about getting them out. Plus, I'm never home right now. So I'm, I'm glad that you have that kind of release. Is that what you do to kind of like just change your routine up a little bit? Well, it's it's all the credit is to my husband because he's like, let's go out and hit golf balls on our day off, you know, or my day off. So uh, just something different just to keep your mind kind of fresh and um you know you can watch film all day long right but you just you need to have that balance and I think it's it's important but there's nothing like hitting that golf ball <laughs> you're in the thick of things in the a10 race so I, I can imagine that you know you want to watch more film but just like the players um you need some rest right how are you going to focus and stay uh sharp in game when you need to adjust all the time how do you make sure that you're taking good care of yourself yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, I mean, the, the, the thing, um, the great thing about, uh, you know, just having balance in your life is, you know, certainly your your faith and your family are really, really important. And I think those two uh, really keep me in check and keep me balanced that, uh, you know, when we go when I go home from this job, you know, I have another job, but it's it's my family and um, going to my kids games. I enjoy that. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a senior in high school. I have a, a eighth grader. We both made the playoffs. So that's been fun. <laughs> um stressful but fun um so those things and then obviously going out to hit some golf balls is always great and uh, spending time with friends you mentioned your family so you segue right into Kaylee your daughter who's playing in her second year with you what's that been like watching little Cindy running around in the St. Joe's uniform <laughs> it's been great you know I always kid her I'm like can you like can you come up to the office and spend some time with your mother she's like I see you every day mom I said you don't really see me every day I mean you see me every day but I don't really like spend time with you right so but it's been great um you know she uh she's been getting better she makes our team better every day because she has a, such a great basketball IQ and uh, she plays at a great pace and does a really good good job on our scout team and you know her time will come I love that she has a high IQ. You naturally think coaches' kids always do, right? Because they tag along, they're sitting around watching film. Uh, they might be sitting with you watching film when it's time to put them in bed when they're young, right? I mean, there's all those things that happen. What do you think was the the number one thing for Kaylee that made her want to play for you and and absolutely love the game the way you do? 
Yeah. I think again, just being around the game, just being around positive people. Um, she's had such a great, um, she's been influenced by so many of our great players. You know, you take a, a player like Natasha Cloud, Susan Morin, who have just done unbelievable things for our program. And she's had a chance to watch them play uh, with front row seats, you know? So I think, um, you know, just being part of that and being part of that tradition and, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, experiencing the success that we've had, and she wants to be part of that. You mentioned uh, history and tradition, and when I think of St. Joe's, I think of the great legacy of Philadelphia, all the wonderful coaches that have come through that program, including yourself. When you try to describe, like if I was being a, a recruit, and you're trying to tell me what it is about St. Joe's history with Jim Foster and Muffet, and you know, you just I mean, how do, how do you frame it all with everything that you've done and experienced from your time as a player, even before you, you were a player at St. Joe's? Yeah, I, I think what you're, you're experiencing is a family-like atmosphere. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of programs sell that. But, you know, I think you really do get that sense here when you step on St. Joe's campus that it is a family. And, um, and, and the fact that you're playing for something bigger than yourself. And I think Jim always um you know preach that about you know it's just it's not about you it's about the big picture and the world going to help you get where you want to be and you and certainly get you in a great position to be successful in life um, but while you're doing that we're going to have a great time just competing and um, being part of something bigger than yourselves i always say the same things you're always a part of a team no matter where you go you might be wearing a uniform on a team but when you go to corporate america or you have your own family you know, you, you got to be able to figure out the roles that go with being a part of that, that kind of team. And that's what you learn. Uh, that's one of the things that sport is so great about giving us as we move forward in our careers as young women into professionals. Um, you, you, your team. OK, let's just talk about your team for a second here, because you've got 18 wins. You're in the hunt for a double buy in the A-10 tournament. The A-10 has been fantastic to watch this year because there are some really good teams that have moved up a little bit in the standings. Of course, UMass and Rhode Island have been solid the last couple of years. Um, where do you assess where you are with what you have remaining? Yeah, I mean, I think we're in a really good position. Um, you know, we have two games remaining that aren't easy games by, by any stretch because you see a team like George Mason who just went up to Fordham and beat a team um, that has a very, very senior heavy team uh, with two dynamic guards. Um, so that, that's a, a credit to, you know, Vanessa at George Mason. So they play great defense. Um, so that's going to be a challenge for us. But I do believe if, if we play our game, you know, we'll have some we'll have success down there. And then we have Duquesne at home on um, on senior day. So another team that, you know, we haven't seen them all year. We've seen, you know, two teams twice. Right. We've played two teams, LaSalle and Rhode Island twice. And we haven't even seen uh, George Mason and Duquesne once. So. Um, you know, they're playing really well. McConnell just got player of the week. Um, right. So, you know, I think we, I, I like those games because I do think it prepares us for the Atlantic 10 tournament going into next week. So of course we want to win those games. Um, they're going to be challenging, but I do like those games going into the tournament. Cindy, this is how much we're in sync. Like if I had told you what the questions I was going to ask you in advance, you have segued right into the next every time. Okay. So McConnell. <laughs> Right. We had her last week, uh, that we, a player that we clipped. So I broke down her game and BMAC, my producer, could tell you that every time we talk about a player or a coach, it seems like the next time they go out there, they got a big game. Right. So I saw Mike McConnell in Knoxville on Sunday. And of course, he was telling me all about Megan and what she had done 
and her numbers. And now she's a 10 player of the week. So the McConnell family is like Pittsburgh. You got the Jaycots. They, they're like Harrisonburg, right? I mean, or Mechanicsburg, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you got one of the Jaycots on your team. So tell me what that's like. They're, they're scattered all across Pennsylvania. Of course, Katie already graduated, right? So uh, I think it's Katie. I get a mixed up. Kelly, we, we have Katie. Kelly, Kelly, Katie. Graduated. yeah. Kelly's, Kelly graduated. Two K's and the two J's. Yep. Um, yeah, so Katie plays for us. She's our sixth year senior point guard who has just done an unbelievable job, um, you know, running our team. Her assisted turnover has been, um, you know, tremendous, getting the ball where it needs to be at the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, I think what what sometimes people don't understand is that when she's on the floor for us defensively, um, it helps in so many ways, not only just transition defense, but communication and positioning. And, um, you know, she's just really smart. She has a great basketball IQ. And again, she's kind of, she's, she's kind of morphed into a, a point guard. I mean, she really, it wasn't a point guard coming out of high school. She was more of a combo kid, more of a two guard, sometimes played a little bit of three. In fact, our first year here, we put her at the four. So uh, she's played a lot of different positions and, um, but she comes from a great basketball family, like you talked about, and they're all different in their in their own, um, you know, skill sets. And, uh, you know, I would say Katie's biggest attribute is that she's a, the ultimate competitor. I had them on my podcast last year, the three of them, the, the youngest one was still in high school. So I didn't have her. Uh, I know she's going to be a college player next year, but I think that's kind of cool that this point guard matchup are two really savvy, great names in Pennsylvania for women's and girls basketball. I, I can't wait to watch it myself. So that's a uh, definitely ticket selling players on that. Uh, on that game for sure. Uh, but you've got some other players. Uh, you got a player that's a freshman there from Denmark. Tell us a little bit about her and, and, and you've got three players averaging double figures. Yeah. Um, which has been great. Uh, Lara has been unbelievable for us, you know, coming in and, and just trying to, you know, make her, her stamp on the program. She's done it in so many different ways. You can see it statistically. She's scoring for us. She's rebounding for us. She's assisting for us. Um, you know, but what you, you know, only probably see when you watch us play is how uh, engaging she is with uh, her teammates. Uh, she's a leader. She brings high energy and enthusiasm every day. She's an everyday person. Um, she is a leader. Uh, we didn't make her a captain this year, but, you know, she, she will be in the future. Um, but she leads herself. She leads others. And um, she has gotten so much better every time out you know, which is a credit to her because she studies the game. You know, she watches yeah. a lot of film. And I think the, the biggest growth is is defensively because, you know, you might say, ah, she's a little bit slow, she's a little bit, but positional wise, she has done an unbelievable job defensively for us. You don't have to be long and athletic and up the line to play good defense. You just got to be solid. And, and if she studies the game, I'm sure she understands angles and tendencies and, and can cut teams off uh, in that regard or that way. Um, the, the last thing I want to ask you, Cindy, is, you know, it's what you emphasize and it's what you allow, right, as coaches. So I'm looking at your numbers and I'm like, you guys turn the ball over less than 13 times a game. OK, I wish there were a lot of teams that were like that. Right. How do you do that? Well, I mean, we preach it. You know, we talk about good shots. We talk about great spacing. We talk about pace. Um, you know, it helps if you have a really good point guard that understands you know possessions are important um but they know that the team knows that 
as well, because we just harp it in practice. And, um, you know, we happen to have really good passers, you know, throughout our starting five. I mean, the ball moves and the ball moves at a pace that is, um, you know, it's timely, you know, it's, they're in sync with each other and it's not perfect. It's not all the time, but mm -hmm. the ball does move and it, it gets where it needs to be. But, you know, I just think over, we emphasize it in practice. Um, and, you know, if we turn the ball over twice or three times, they, they, they get on the line. I mean, it's, you know, down and back. It's not, it's not anything that, um, that is harsh, but it's just making the point that uh, how important possessions are and valuing the basketball, because the more possessions we have, the less the opponent. It's very simple, right? It's a very simple game. So. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a trying to minimize your mistakes while taking advantage of what your best resources are. I don't think putting a kid on the line to run is, is wrong. Um, because it's a good visual reminder of what the emphasis is. You have to have, you know, consequence for a bad choice. If you throw the ball away, you know, you got to learn. You can't make the same mistake twice. That's the thing about, you know, watching teams play is when you're not in practice every day and you don't know exactly, maybe a kid turned it over five times and you told them five times not to do that and they go in the game and the first time they have an opportunity, they turn it over on exactly the same mistake they made in practice and you take them out. Well, you can't be harsh or, or judgmental on that because you don't really know what went on the day before. <laughs> so, right. right? Yeah. Well, you know what, Cindy? I can't wait for you and Curtis, your husband, to bring your sticks down to Charleston, South Carolina, and you'll make a trip out of it, like a big golfing field trip. Let's be do fun. it. Yes, let's do it, then. Absolutely. All right. Great to see you. Thank you for being on Nothing But Net. Good luck as you finish the rest of the A-10. Cindy Griffin, the head coach of St. Joe's. Thanks, Deb.